Hello everyone, we're back at Performance Incorporated. We're on the boxing side of things with Lonel Velasquez, also known as the champ, and he owns the boxing part of the Performance Incorporated. So why don't you tell us what, what's going on on the boxing side? Well, uh, we do a lot of private sessions. Uh, we work with children, adults, and some senior citizens. Uh, we have a workout program for each. Uh, it's just a blessing to be here and, and work with these people and keep everybody healthy. So you came from New York and now you in New Jersey. Right. I was actually a boxing trainer at uh, uh, the world-renowned Mendez Boxing Gym in New York City. Uh, I was there for about six years and the pandemic came and uh, it, they had to shut everything down and I wound up out here in New Jersey. But I've always, I've always lived in Montclair. I mean, I came from Chelsea in Manhattan. Okay but I've lived in Montclair for about 30 years now. Oh, okay. Well, I know Montclair well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, so what, uh, what is the typical client here? What is the typical client yeah. here? Uh, women from maybe 25 to 35 years old, 40. Uh, they usually come in uh, during the winter. They want to get in shape for the summer. Uh, one of the things that was very interesting to me, one of the ladies when she first came here, she said that, you know, the, the climate is changing and I want to be able to protect myself. And uh, I told her that I could help her with that and I can also get her in shape. And uh, we started working together and now she's a pretty good, pretty good boxer, I would say. So is it mostly self-defense with the clients like that or exercise or both? I or think it's a combination of, of both. Uh, it's exercise and conditioning. Uh, it's really for self-confidence. You build up your confidence through your conditioning and your exercising and learning how to defend yourself. That gives you a lot of confidence and I think that their confidence is built. Not to mention, uh, you know, it's a, boxing is a big stress reliever. You know, you got a lot of stuff to hit as you can see. You got a lot of bags to hit. I do some mitt work, not really a lot because uh, uh, I kind of like the technique of boxing more so than the flash. So what would be the most practical? What do you start with people? Like what is the first thing you, you teach them? Well, the first thing we do is uh, we have a conversation about what their needs are. I have to find out where they are mentally and what is it that they want to do. Why do they even want to box? And after we have that conversation, we usually start out with exercise. We try to get them fit. Uh, we stretch. Uh, we do some basic exercises, jump rope. We do sit-ups. We do push-ups. We do pull-ups. Uh, we may involve weights depending on the individual, and then uh, from there we start learning the techniques of boxing. We always, always start out learning footwork first. So that would be the most important one? The most important thing would be your footwork. Okay. And so after you get the basics of the footwork, mm -hmm. what, what is like a first combination or punch, or what do you go after? That? Well, the, the basic combination in boxing is a one-two. It's a jab and a straight right hand and you practice that over and over and over again. It's repetitive, you keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. Make sure your shoulder's into the punch, your hip is into the punch. You're turning your hips and your legs as you throw the punch. You're on the balls, on the balls of your feet. When you're stepping in, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of small little things that you have to do to perfect that one too. It's not just throwing your hands out there. Right, what would be the biggest misconception of somebody coming in what are you usually surprised with when they take a first lesson? And is there something they're like, oh, I, I didn't think it was like this? Uh, 
I've had people tell me that this is fun, <laughs> and they didn't think it was going to be fun. They thought it was just going to be grueling uh, boxing workout to where you just sweat and go home. Uh, I basically, uh, like I said, I talk to people. I find out what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, and what they like. And I try to make boxing fun, serious but fun, so that they're able to enjoy a workout. So yes, when they come in, they usually say, oh, I didn't think it was going to be this much fun, or I thought it was going to be harder than this. And it usually gets harder as you go along. Uh, first day is kind of like an easy day for you because uh, I'm really just trying to explain what we're trying to uh, perform. Uh, like they say in Performance Incorporated, for us it's all about performance. So after your first one-two combination, what, what's the step three? What footwork, basic combination? Well, you start off with footwork. Okay. Well, you start off with exercise, basically, and then you work your way up to footwork. After the footwork, you start using your hands a little more. You start throwing one-two combination, a one-two-three combination. You start working on the bags. I, I teach the individuals how to hit these bags and what to do while they're hitting these bags. We work on movement, slipping. We work on side-to-side -side, uh, movement as well. Uh, we work on moving in, moving back. We never move back in a straight line. We move back on angles. Uh, there's a lot of little things. Like I said, it's hard to explain all in one conversation, but it's just so many things that's involved when you're learning how to box. Uh, I mean, for the serious person, uh, uh, they know that it requires, you know, 24 hours a day thinking about boxing to get everything right. It's, it's a lot, a lot of work. Uh, the thing about professional fighters is unless you're at the cream of the crop, it's very little reward. Uh, so, yeah, it's, 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 boxing is not a joke. It's not something that you come in and you want to play with. It's something that you, you, you want to learn and you want to be good at. Well, it's generally like any martial art. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you have to dedicate everything to well, it. Well, you got to respect it. Right. you got to respect the sport. And if you respect the sport, then you respect the training. Uh, I do have children who like to play. And, 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 uh, and of course, I'm a father myself, so I kind of know how to deal with children where it's not so much serious for them, it's a little more fun. I add additional games and stuff that they can play, eye-hand coordination games and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, they get to enjoy the sessions a little bit, so they want to come back, which is good for me. I like, I think it's good for all kids to learn how to box or learn some type of self-defense self -defense because it's the discipline in those things that starts them off. It's the discipline. Yeah, that's the key. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's lacking today a lot of times. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, it would, it would be uh, certainly beneficial. I mean, I know in England, years ago, they actually had boxing in schools. <laughs> mm -hmm. No one does that anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, I actually uh, I think that it's a very good idea to have some type of boxing in schools. Uh, not for the violent side of it, but uh, for the general exercise and uh, for the confidence. I mean, if, if a kid is confident, he's going to do better in school. If he's confident with himself, he's not going to worry about outside things. He's going to concentrate on what he's learning. Yeah, true. It's also people who know how to handle themselves, they usually stay away from fights. Right. You know, they, you know when a person knows what he's capable of doing, uh, I don't think he wants to get into a physical altercation because he knows what he's capable of, of, of what he, he knows of what he's capable of doing, and he knows that the other guy doesn't know that. 
So, you know, the, the smart fighter is the one who walks away from a fight. Yeah, that's the last resort. Right. You don't want to do it unless you have exactly. to. Exactly, exactly. Even, even the children, I, I tell them, I have a conversation with them about uh, boxing, and it's always about if it comes to where you feel like you have to throw a punch at somebody, I think you need to really get in touch with an adult before you do that. Because I think that the, the adults can resolve the situation better than a physical altercation can. Yeah, you would hope. <laughs> well, I would hope so. I mean, it, it takes work from both sides, right? Sure. It takes work from the parents. It takes work from the, the teachers. It takes work from the kids themselves. That's the discipline of boxing. You learn how to be disciplined so that you don't have to throw a punch at somebody. So this is, this is, a, this is a good form of art for everyone. I think uh, men, women, and children. Yeah, it does have application. It, it, just the exercise alone is right. a benefit. Right, right. And then There's a lot to benefit from. And you have bonuses on top of right. that. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the reward of knowing how to do something, because when you do it right, light goes off in your head. And, and, and you feel so fulfilled that you've learned how to do that, that you want to practice it over and over and over again. So what drew you to boxing initially? Did you start as a, as a young kid? Or? I started as a young kid. Uh, I was always a boxing fan. My parents, my father especially, uh, watched a lot of boxing matches. He used to watch uh, Friday night fights on CBS and NBC. And uh, I used to you know, get up at night and try to watch some of the fights with him. You know, of course, he would send me back to bed. And you know, as I got older, we started watching more and more boxing. And by the time I was uh, 12, I was uh, in a gym uh, called Gleason's Gym, oh, I know Gleason's. learning how to box when it was on uh, 30th Street and uh, uh, between 8th and uh, 7th Avenue over by Madison Square Garden. And uh, I boxed a little bit there. I had a couple of amateur fights, uh, and boxing just never left my system. So uh, a couple of years down the road, I ran into a, a guy that I used to uh, box with, and he was a trainer at a gym, and he invited me down to the gym, and I decided that I would get my license. And, and, and learn how to train people how to fight. And uh, the rest is history. I had a couple of uh, Golden Glove fighters, a couple of semifinals. I worked with a couple of champions and, uh, you know, very happy about it. So how, how many years of, of training? Total? Yeah. Oh, I've got about 45 years. Oh my God, yeah, okay. So got about, that's a, that's a I'm a little time. older than what I look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a long time. So, um, how did your style of training change, if you can remember, like the early days? That's a that's an interesting question. Uh, so, uh, when I first started training uh, kids over at uh, Mendez Boxing Gym, uh, I watched a trainer called Ness. He's worked with uh, uh, Sugar Shane Mosley, guys like Oscar De La Hoya, Roy Jones. He's worked with a lot of world champions. And he came over to me and he said, look, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Your kids are looking great. And I said, oh, well, you know, I'm just starting out. He said, that's the key, starting out. Just keep doing what works. So I started changing my style to what works for the fighter. I didn't want to take him out of his comfort zone. You know, when, when he, only in sparring, I take him out of his comfort zone because I want him to get better. But as far as him training and learning, I wanted him to be comfortable with what he was doing. I would tell him sometimes, okay, you know, you're doing fine, except that you're not turning the punch over. 
and then he would turn the punch over. But I didn't want to take away from his style, all the way he moves, all the way he, I just wanted to enhance what he has already. That was my style of training, to enhance what you have already, to make what you have better. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that logically makes sense. Right. You want to, some guys have a hard time trying to change their style. To, as a matter of fact, uh, a heavyweight named Anthony Joshua just fought in a style that he's not used to fighting, and he looked terrible. He looked terrible doing it. So if you think about that, uh, if he had fought the way he normally fights, he would have been more comfortable with what he was doing. You could see, uh, me as an analyst as well, I could see that he was thinking too much about what he should do in certain situations where previous to that he just did it. So, you know, you don't want to change people's comfort zone. You want to keep them comfortable, just enhance what they do. Yeah, why do you think he changed the style for that fight? Uh, I, my personal opinion is, is that people thought that uh, he need to box a little more, he need to move a little more, he need to... Because this, this was his second fight with that guy. And, you know, normally when you fight somebody, you go back and you look at the tapes and you make changes. Uh, I don't think he needed to... Uh, box any more than he was boxing. I just think he needed to throw more punches. Uh, you know, the, the moving around and the throwing jabs is is okay, but that's not him. You have to keep, you have to be you. Because if you're not you, then somebody else is fighting. <laughs> that's true. You can only be you. That's right. If you're not you, then somebody else is fighting. If you're not fighting your style and you changed it up to where it's confusing now, you don't know whether to go back to your old style or keep fighting the way you're fighting, but what, you knew something was wrong because it wasn't working. Yeah, but you have to think about it. You're already behind. Right. Then you punch. Exactly. <laughs> that you, it's just, uh, you know, for me as a trainer as well, you know, who, who trained a couple of amateurs and worked with a couple of pros, that uh, when I see a style, when I see a guy completely changing his style, uh, I don't think you have enough. You, it takes years to completely change a style. It takes years. You can't take a couple of weeks, eight weeks of training camp and turn that into a whole new style. It takes weeks to do that. Now, you can enhance stuff, but you can't change the whole style of a person in eight weeks. It's impossible. Well, you have to undo what's there. And then, right? build and then rebuild that. It's, it's, it's just almost, too much. Yeah. It's just too much. It's going to take a lot more than eight weeks, an eight-week training camp. Yeah, you know? So that's, that's, uh, that's some of the mistakes that I've seen in some of the fighters from my from my analogy that I've seen from some of the fighters that change their style. I just think they they don't need to change their style. They need to enhance what they already have. So going back to what you do here, um, do you have any serious fighters here or this is more like... No, no, no. I have some serious fighters that come here uh, that I brought from New York that come with me from... that's been with me in New York. But out here, no, I don't have... I don't train... Uh, fighters, uh, uh, people that come into this gym to be fighters. I just train them to learn the discipline and the technique of boxing. So, you know, which included all that other stuff, the exercise and learning how to throw a punch and all of that type of stuff. You know, I just train to boost people's confidence and make them feel good when they leave the gym. They feel they feel great. So it's about learning self-defense, building confidence, and getting some exercise on top of exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. So it's, it's very practical. Yeah, it's basically practical. I usually like to uh, uh, make friends with a lot of the people that come here because uh, I think that the more they trust you, 
the better they're going to be when they're training, the better they're going to be when they're learning. So I try to, you know, I, try, I, don't, I don't have a tough exterior with them. I don't try to be like a drill sergeant in the Marines or something like that. Uh, you know, I try to speak calmly and try to get them to understand what it is that I'm saying so that it can help them learn boxing. Yeah, well, you're not, because you're not doing professional style. No, not, here, so there's no reason. Not at all. I mean, some of the exercises are a little rigorous. They're a little tough. Uh, and, you know, some of the stuff that we do is a little hard. But uh, for a professional fighter, it would be pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you know, the point is, is that they get in shape, uh, they build their confidence, and they leave here feeling good. That's that's all I try to do. I'm not trying to make a, a professional fighter in this particular gym. I just want people to be able to stay healthy and feel good about themselves. All right. So maybe now you can show some of the stuff that we mentioned. Like, what does the footwork look like? What does a couple of punches look like? Yeah, I can show you some of that let's stuff. Step up to the okay, to the let's bag. let's do it. This particular bag is called the speed bag, and uh, you actually rotate your arms in a circle to hit the bag. I usually count three: one, two, three, and then hit it again. One, two, three, and then hit it again. One, two, three, hit it again. One, two, three, hit it again. And uh, as you get uh, the rhythm down. As you start to get the rhythm, you start to get better. And what is the function of this bag? This is a double M bag. It's for timing. Let's check your timing. You want to throw a jab, throw a jab downstairs, upstairs, downstairs, upstairs. Check your timing. It's also for slipping. One, two, slip, slip. One, two, slip, slip. Slip, slip. Slip, slip. What, what is the function of the heavy bag? Well, a heavy bag is more like a, more like a person. Uh, it's got weight to it, and it's just showing you how to move around. You pick your targets. Uh, say you want to go to the ribs, you want to go to the ribs, you want to go to the head. You, you throw the certain punches that you throw, straight right hands, hold to all the punches that you learn. You want to practice on this back. Right, well, thank you very much, Champ, for giving us an intro lesson about what's going on on the other side, on the boxing side of Performance Incorporated. And uh, we'll do uh, a couple other things because I, I'm also interested in your background and other stuff that we might want to cover and learn more about you. Right. We'll talk about it. Thank All you right. for the interview. And uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, Jim. You're welcome. Bye-bye.